43 minutes past the hour, Texas Standard Time. Remember back in 2012 when the West Nile virus was making daily headlines? Well, so far this year, just under 100 people in Texas are said to have confirmed cases of West Nile. But there's little doubt that many more Texans actually have it. In today's Spotlight on Health, Margaret Nicholas takes a look at why those reported numbers are so low. 80% of people infected with West Nile virus never have symptoms. So that's a big reason confirmed cases are lower than actual numbers. But even out of those who do seek medical care with serious symptoms suggesting West Nile, less than 40% of adults and only a quarter of children are tested for it. That's according to research done by a team including Dr. Christy Murray. She studies insect-borne diseases at Baylor College of Medicine and Texas Children's Hospital in Houston. She says many doctors choose not to test for West Nile because it has no specific treatment or cure. But Murray says foregoing a diagnosis may put others at risk. You know, if we know what kind of cases we have, then we can go in and do mosquito control, you know, prevent other people from getting sick, doing what we can to educate people around where that person contracted the illness so that they can, you know, be warned that there's a a dangerous virus that's in the mosquitoes in their area. Rosalie Kibbe is also pushing for more testing. Her 13-year-old grandson, Cody Hopkins, died within days of getting sick with West Nile in 2016. Speaking at a recent meeting of the state's task force on infectious disease preparedness and response, Kibbe told the group how hard it had been to get her grandson diagnosed. Cody was in the hospital for two days, and my son-in-law, who's a vet tech for equines, is the one that recognized the symptoms of West Nile. And the doctor argued with him and said, there's no way he has West Nile. And then it took three more days to get the test back. So Cody, had, he, was, he was in a coma for five days, and he finally passed from a heart attack. Human illness is one way we find out about West Nile. Testing mosquitoes is the other. But that information is also very incomplete. Currently in Texas, only about 55 of the state's hundreds of cities and counties collect mosquitoes and submit them to the state for testing, while just a handful of jurisdictions do the procedure themselves. Bethany Bowling is the microbiologist in charge of the state lab that tests mosquitoes for West Nile and other diseases. Ideally, we would like to get them from every county so that we're doing surveillance. The idea is that we would detect viruses and mosquitoes before they're detected in humans. We want to avoid uh, human cases. While the lab also tests mosquitoes for dengue fever, Zika, and several other diseases, Department of State Health Services spokesperson Chris Van Dusen says the program has the greatest potential to prevent West Nile transmission. Of the common mosquito-borne diseases in Texas, it's the one you're most likely to find in mosquitoes before it gets to people. And so that's why the surveillance for West Nile is, is particularly important, uh, because it, it really can be an early warning um, that lets, uh, you know, jurisdictions educate the public or do, uh, you know, some kind of um, integrated mosquito control. There's no requirement that cities or counties monitor mosquitoes for disease, even if residents contract West Nile. But, Van Dusen says, the state provides training and assistance for those who want to participate. Meanwhile, attempts to develop a West Nile vaccine for humans have so far not borne fruit. That frustrates Dr. Murray, 
who sees people every day whose lives have been devastated by the disease. It, it permanently impacts their lives. You see people who are paralyzed. We've done studies looking at you know, the brain, how much the brain doesn't recover from infection, and that we can actually see the, the brain get smaller in size afterwards because it, you know, it's basically like having scar tissue because you had this traumatic assault to the brain. A drug being investigated by the National Institutes of Health seems promising and could prevent a slew of diseases, not just West Nile. The vaccine, currently known only as AGSV, works to reduce the body's allergic reaction to mosquito saliva, that itching and swelling you get with a bite. Dr. Matthew Memoli is leading the current research into AGSV. Instead of developing a purely allergic response like you do normally to a mosquito bite, you would develop uh, less of an allergic response and more of an anti-infection response when you get bitten so that any organism that is present would have a harder time causing an infection. But the drug is still in the earliest stages of testing, and even if it does prove successful, the entire process of assessing its safety and effectiveness will take years. In the meantime, improved reporting and surveillance could help, along with simply trying to avoid mosquitoes whenever possible. As Dr. Murray reminds us, So all it takes is one mosquito bite of, you know, an infected mosquito, and your life could be permanently changed from that point forward. I'm Margaret Nicholas for the Texas Standard.